Welcome to the Date With Sense podcast. This is the place you come to have a fun, fruitful, and forward-moving dating experience towards marriage, or whatever your desired romantic constellation. I am your host, Taurus Sense, and I am here to help you, as a high-achieving woman of faith, attract quality marriage-minded men and confidently date for the romantic partnership you desire. And on this podcast, I'll be sharing my best practical tips, tools, and advice on how to transform your love life from the inside out so that you attract the best men and have the best dating experiences. You're already well-educated and well-paid. Now is a time for you to also be well-loved. I heard that you're Settle down and you found a girl and you're married now. I heard that your dreams came true. <laughs> I was just serenading you a little bit, girl. I was just trying to give you some of that, um, some of them vocals just a little bit. But I am so glad, queen, that you're Back to the podcast and we're okay. I'm not going to do it. All right. My bad. My bad, girl. I'm not trying to annoy you um, today, but yes, girl, I'm happy. I am so happy. I am so full. I am so grateful. I just wrapped up a, what is it? A four day retreat. We had Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, more so like. I'm going to say it's four days. We had Thursday night. We had Saturday morning. I don't care. But it was such an incredible retreat. I I remember it's the Lover Girl Weekend Retreat, by the way, if you don't know. And I remember talking about Lover Girl Weekend. And I'm like, hey, I have 12 spots. Five of them are VIP. And you're going to be staying in the house. But let me tell you something. As soon as I got them five VIP, which those were booked very quickly, I was like, I don't think I want any more people than this. I think this is where it ends. And so shoot, I was like sold out. And I just, I just felt light and free and extremely excited for the ladies, um, for Lover Girl Weekend. So if you are unfamiliar with Lover Girl Weekend, it is my retreat that was like focused and centered around uh women moving away from the good girl complex of where she feels like she has to act a certain way or be a certain way or play a certain role to be accepted or validated. Also helping the woman to fully express themselves as the woman that they are without second guessing, without worrying about what other people are thinking or their judgments and opinions. As well as being able to like speak up, ask for what they want, share their desires so that it can be fulfilled just all around. But like it really self-expression was like the key to all of it, because when you're able to do all those things, that is when your light is really shining. We talk about in the scripture about, you know, like let your light shine before all so that, you know, they're able to see you. And I'm just like. If you're a woman and you're like always second guessing your opinions and your beliefs and your thoughts, if you are always performing as like this good girl, like coloring in the lines and sticking by rules, like there's, there's nothing, um, 
when it comes to you, you're not able to shine with your own uniqueness, your own personality, because you're still trying to show up extremely cookie cutter to be accepted, to feel loved. And I wanted these ladies to break through from that so that they can actually create what they want and also connect with the men that they want. A lot of times we don't realize that when we're not being expressive, when we're not acting as how, you know, God would want us to to be, meaning like not cookie cutter or even the good girl, but like just who we are as women in general, that actually puts a barrier between us and men for them to be able to experience us, see us, feel, uh, feel us, understand us. And so high quality men that are interested in getting to know us, if we are dimming our light in those ways, they're not able to connect. So they pull away. And the men who are not high quality men, they love it. <laughs> they're like, yeah, she's going to play this role for me and I can feel big. And so that's why you probably have experienced either attracting a lot of emotionally unavailable men or the ones who are like they, they pull away. So it was so great. We had I wanted them to feel so beautiful and so taken care of like the sun. So I um we made sure that we hired shout out to Christina for putting this all together. Coach Christina. Woo woo. I love her so much. Um, but working with her, like we hired um a private server, a guy to be there and to make sure that while he was there, they didn't have to worry about anything and they could ask him for anything that they needed from like taking their luggage to their rooms to like pouring their wines. Like, we, we had a twerk session, uh, hired a, uh, someone to come out and do a twerk session with us. He bought us towels, water. He even helped film us. And, um, that was amazing. I really wanted them to know what it felt like to be able to specifically ask a man for what they wanted and him deliver on it repeatedly over and over and over again and their desires to be fulfilled. I also wanted them to feel more in their bodies and getting out of their head, which is why we had the twerk session, which is why we had the, the pole dancing that we did. We had those embodiment activities. And I also wanted them to feel comfortable being vulnerable and expressing themselves. So we had like deep dive sessions with me. And then we also had special sessions with my coaches. We had coach Christina taught about how to have conversational magic with a man, creating conversational magic with them um, so that your conversations are juicy and um, they are magnifying. They are exciting. And they are impactful, most of all. And then Coach Rashonda, she flew in from Houston to teach emotional connection with men, like how to emotionally connect with them. Because if you are consistently, things are fizzling out with you and men, emotional connection is a big issue. And so she came and she taught them the lesson. It was so engaging, so amazing. Um, they had uh, massages out there. They, uh, we had a private chef so that they could just come downstairs in the house and eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It was an amazing experience. Overall. Oh, and one of the, my favorite parts was the photo shoot that we had. So I worked with them to like really capture the essence of who they are to the camera so that you guys can see like, oh, because a lot of times, again, as women, we're in our head a lot. And I really wanted them to see how beautiful they are, how sexy they are, how desired they are. And if y'all seen my stories, y'all already seen how they pull it off. They got so many compliments 
And I'm just so proud of them and excited for all the things that they're about to do because they did some major work at the retreat, like things that they implemented then and there. We had one queen create her first reel. She had never done it before because she wants to be a coach and she, she was so nervous, but she did it. And now she's like creating content. I'm just like so proud of her. Um, so that's just like one of the transformations. But for those of you who are like watching my stories and you're really interested in um, the Lover Girl Retreat, I I know I said I was going to do more this year. I'm probably not more than likely is a no. I will do it again next year and I'm only taking five people once again. So if you're interested, you know, let me know. You can slide in my DMs on Instagram. We can get you on a wait list. It'll be first come first serve when I announce when you can actually apply to come. Um, but I will be putting it in the show notes, you know, soon and very soon when the time comes. But anywho, speaking of emotional unavailability and expression, I get so much complaints from my audience, from my clients, from just women I come across in the world. So much complaints about, oh my gosh, like I, I, I'm just so, I'm having so much of an issue attracting men who are emotionally unavailable. I am always attracting emotional, unavailable men. It's a problem for me. I get that quite a bit from women. And from my coaching experience, what I have learned, if you are consistently pulling in men who are, who you believe are emotionally unavailable, it is probably because you are the one who is being emotionally unavailable. And I know there's a huge possibility that you're confused as to why I'm saying that. So the reason why I'm saying this is because number one, as I mentioned in last week's episode, that a lot of us women have a very warped definition of emotional availability. We think a man is emotionally available if he is wanting to move into a relationship with us, right? Or let me say it another way. We say a man is emotionally unavailable because he isn't moving us into a relationship. He isn't, uh, you know, sharing his hopes and dreams with us in the future. He isn't fully expressing himself to us. And like, we have like this particular definition and that, that that's not necessarily true. And you can go back and listen to last week's episode to get a sense of what I'm talking about there. But we have this warp definition, number one. And number two, we don't actually have a clear um, understanding of what emotional availability looks like. Once I dig deeper into these women's stories, into the types of men that they're telling me about, when I get into the details, the same women that are trying to convince me or tell me that they are attracting emotionally unavailable men, I'm realizing how emotionally unavailable they are and they have no idea. And what makes them emotionally unavailable is number one, like these women 
are women who withhold their true thoughts and feelings with men. For example, if they are about to go on a date with the man, or if they are receiving a phone call from a man, they have plans with the man, they have been dating for a a man for a good amount of time, they are really nervous about expressing themselves and saying they're excited about it. Like, oh, I am so excited to talk to you later. I am so excited for our date. I am so excited for the next time that we meet. So excited, right? They feel like, oh, I, I don't need to say that because, you know, he might think blah, blah, blah. Or I don't want things to change instead of just expressing their thoughts and, and feelings, right? Or they don't share when they're disappointed in a man. Like if he calls or he said he was going to call and he didn't follow up with the call, we might carry on with him in conversation like the next day. But a lot of a lot of times we won't say, hey, I was actually disappointed. You made the statement that you were going to call and I took you as a man of your word. And you didn't call. I'm very disappointed by that. We don't want to rock the boat in that way. We feel very uncomfortable talking about it. We might not share that it's uncomfortable to have certain conversations. I was actually talking to a young lady today and she was saying that there was a guy that kept rerouting conversations about, you know, they were sexual in nature. And instead of her clearly expressing, hey, I'm uncomfortable with this conversation, she allowed it to go on and continue to feel uncomfortable with it. Now, somebody might be like, well, if he's he's doing all that, all that, I'm going to just block him. Girl, I'm going to get to YouTube. I'm about to get to YouTube. When you are an emotionally available person, you're able to express how you are feeling, right? Regardless of what's happening with the other person. And this man could very much well believe that you are up for the conversation that you guys are having. So if he's talking about sex and sexual positions and things like that, and you are continuing to be on the phone without expressing yourself to him, it could feel like, oh, yeah, this is good. Yeah, I love talking about this with her, like because you're not expressing yourself. You're you're just on the phone. Or like being passive aggressive instead of just saying, hey, I actually feel really uncomfortable talking about this right now. Can can we talk about something else? Again, it doesn't mean that we have to say, oh, he shouldn't be talking about sex in the first place. I mean, some people are down for that and we need to allow them to be down for it. But we also need to be able to advocate for ourselves as well. Or the uh, many of us don't share that, like, again, we are you know, really excited to speak with them or meet them on a date. So I think I mentioned that earlier, but you got to be able to express your true thoughts and feelings with men. You have to be able to do that. If, if you're concerned about how this man is going to react, you are being emotionally unavailable because you are not expressing yourself. Doesn't matter about the man. The second reason why these women are emotionally unavailable is because they they have difficulty expressing or processing their own emotions. They have a hard time identifying or saying like, hey, I do feel excited or hey, I do feel 
disappointed or I do feel uncomfortable. I do feel beautiful. I do feel peaceful. I do feel safe talking to you. I do feel annoyed, (laughs) right? I do feel jealous. I feel all of this. I feel angry. I feel upset. I feel all of these feelings like we have a difficulty expressing and even processing it, like just sitting with ourselves. Like we we feel our body having a sensation and we don't pinpoint it or like, hey, I'm actually feeling a little anxiety here. We don't express it. That's emotionally being unavailable. And the third reason why these women are emotionally unavailable is because they don't express themselves to men out of fear that they will look thirsty. It's like, okay, if I say this, he's going to think that. If I say that I'm excited about him, he's going to think that he can have power over me or that he can get his way. If I say that I really like him, he's going to think, oh my gosh, he's weird. Like something like that. Like we're always thinking about if I say this, then he's going to think that versus saying, I'm going to say it because I want to say it because it's my true expression. It's what I want to communicate. It's what I want to share, regardless of whether I talk to him again, regardless of whether he thinks I'm weird, regardless of whether he rejects me. I don't care because this is where I am in my life. And I want to be able to say what's on my mind without having fear and anxiety around someone who can't hold who I am as a woman. Like, I I don't even want that. The fourth reason why these women are emotionally unavailable is responding passively aggressively instead of just asking men for exactly what they want as women. An example would be like a man is texting you every day and you know you want a phone call and instead of saying hey I'm unable to keep texting you this way I would love to jump on the phone instead I actually prefer to jump on the phone over texting are you open to doing that instead of saying that they're just like ignoring the message like leaving them on read or saying things like oh you text a lot you love texting Ma'am, that's passive aggressive and it is not emotionally available. It is passive aggressor. Or if a man texts her one day and then doesn't text her again for the next four or five days, like, oh, you stranger, I thought you forgot about me. Passive aggressive. <laughs> Instead of just expressing like, hey, I missed you. I didn't hear from you for a few days. That's emotional availability. Or if a man is late, let's just say he's late to a date instead of just expressing like, hey, I'm actually, you know, I'm actually like really disappointed that you were late. (laughs) I was hoping that we could spend a lot more time together. And now that, you know, you're about 20, 30 minutes late, I'm going to have to run in the next 30 minutes or run in the next 45 minutes. So I'm really disappointed about that. Or if a man didn't follow through on something that he said, he said he was going to plan a date. He didn't plan it. He said that he was going to call you back. He didn't call you back. Things like that. And you express yourself and say, hey, I felt overlooked when you said you were going to do that and you didn't follow through. Like I felt overlooked. I didn't feel cared for. But we get passive aggressive and be like, oh, so uh, uh, so you said we're going to have a date, right? You, 
don't pull out like you did the last time or like, don't tell me you're going to do something and not do it. It's just like, ma'am, just express yourself. All that other stuff is bullshit. Okay. And then also like the last reason why I know these women are emotionally unavailable is because like they choose to block or ghost men before they express what behaviors don't work for them. They don't know how to say, here's what I'm available for. And here's what I'm not available for. Right. Before they express, they are a man does something and then they're like block. He texted too much block. He mentioned me coming to his house block. <laughs> he gave me, you know, um, child, I don't know. I ran out of examples, but you get the point. I hope you get the point. Right. And we're blocking them for this. We're blocking. I had a, um, <laughs> I've had so many, so many experiences, um, clients in C2C when they have come into the program and they are like, well, you know, he didn't do this. He didn't say that. And I'm like, okay, well, did you express how you felt about that? And they were like, no. And I'm like, I said, so you just blocked him without expressing yourself. And they were like, yeah. And I'm like, mm. what, what happens there is again, the emotional unavailability is resistant. It's resistant to actual true connection, which requires hard work. It requires for you to be able to communicate like a grown ass woman for one and not like a child. And you have to face certain activations and triggers, being responsible for your life and asking for what you want and what you're not available for. A lot of people are not ready for those types of conversations. So it's just easy for them to block. It's easy for them to just ignore it. It's easy for them to avoid it. But the problem is you will not be able to connect emotionally with high quality men. It will be very hard for you to build deep, intimate relationships with quality men who are providing, protecting and pursuing you for marriage. Men who are really serious about taking you to the next level. That's what I want to share with you. I know one really good example. I had a conversation with a client. She's so cute and she knows exactly who she's talking about. And every time I tell this story, she's like, Tori, you always got to tell this story. And I'm like, because it's such a good example. It's such a great story. So she comes to me and she's just like, hey, Tora, listen, I ain't got no issue attracting men. Okay. I'm able to do that. I just, I just struggle with attracting the ones who are emotionally available. And so I'm sitting there, I'm just like, girl, like what makes you think that the men that you're attracting are emotionally unavailable? And so she goes into providing an example and she's like, oh, well, for example, you know, I've been dating a guy and he's been really reserved when he's with me. Like he's really reserved and much more quiet with me. And when he's with his friends, he's like super lit, super open, super out there. And there's that side of him that I would like to see when I'm with him, but he hasn't shown it yet. And so, you know, the first thing I say, I'm like, well, um, have you expressed that you saw that side of him and it lit you up and you enjoyed it and you got excited about it and you would love to have that experience when you two are together? And she was just like, uh, absolutely not. <laughs> it was so cute. And I'm like, okay. And I said, well, 
have you like do like how long have you guys been dating and she was just like oh we've been dating for um some months right and i said so do you love him at all and she's like um yeah i i i do and i said well did you share it with him and she was like absolutely not (laughs) and i'm like girl what is happening here and I said, well, have you ever even gave this man a compliment? And she was just like, no, Tora, no. And I'm like, so you really believe, like you believe that you are attracting emotionally unavailable men when the whole time you are not emotionally available yourself. And I said, why, why haven't you shared with him that you even love him? And she was just like, I just don't know how he's going to react. I don't know what he's going to do. And I'm, and I let her know. I said, what if the same way you're feeling, the man is on the other end saying, well, I just don't know if I, if I am loud and big with her, how is she going to take that? How is she going to, you know, especially considering that a lot of us women become activated, um, very easy by, you know, some of the things that men do and say, like even in marriages, women, like we're more prone to file for divorce, not saying that they didn't deserve them divorces, but because we're more so prone to wanting change to happen and wanting things to happen while men are, you know, kind of like, oh, usually okay with the status quo of what's happening in a marriage. (laughs) But I said, expressing yourself is going to be the key to this man just opening up to you. Because right now you're literally holding back who you are, how you want to show up, your feelings, your emotions, because you don't know what he's going to say. And you're complaining that you attract emotionally unavailable men. It doesn't work that way. And so she was just like her mind was like blown because of that, because she didn't even consider like she wanted this man to just be super open and just to be full expressive and just share everything and share his heart. And she wasn't willing to do the same. And what I want to share to you listening to this podcast is that you cannot be adamant about a man doing something that you are not ready to do yourself. It does not work that way. The men are mirrors to your behavior. Other human beings that interact with us are mirrors to who we are as people. And so we realize we keep having a certain experience, we always got to go back to us and ask ourselves, how are we recreating this over and over and over again? So I'm just here to remind you that you're going to reap what you sow, period. Like the scripture says, in your life and with love. So if you are sowing emotionally unavailability, you are going to reap that. If you are sowing seeds of um holding back your expression, That is what you're going to reap out here in your love life. If you are sowing seeds of any type of not like passive aggressiveness or like cutting men off without expressing yourself, like those are the types of things that you are going to be reaping because you sowed those things. Now, I also want to say, like, if this sounds like you, like, I really need you to know that as long as you're apprehensive about expressing yourself to men, you're going to continue to have interactions that lack expression from them. And I also know 
that for these types of women, women who are going through this, I know that one of the biggest reasons why you don't express yourself is not because you technically don't want to. It's because you're running scary stories in your head. And those story, those scary stories I mentioned ahead of time, like he might think I'm doing too much or he might think that I'm too thirsty or he might pull away or reject me if I express how I think or feel, which is so ironic. Because if he does do any of that or think any of that or say any of that when you open up emotionally, it's a huge chance that he is also not emotionally uh, available or he's repressed. So if you're able to express yourself and that's and that's something where he thinks you're thirsty or you're doing too much or he pulls away and reject, it's a good chance he's probably emotionally available. So you should go ahead and just express yourself. You should go ahead and just share your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions. You should just go ahead and communicate what you're available for and what you're not available for. So he can let you know whether he's in or out. Other than that, girl, you just waiting. You just waiting for this man to, to show his true self to you without you being able to see fast, quick, and easy, which is why we end up months, weeks, months talking to the same guy, not realizing who he truly is because we ain't showing up how we truly are. We're dimming our lights. So I want to ask you some questions that should help you work through these scary stories. And anytime you get in a place where you're feeling like you want to hold back or you're having a lot of fear around expressing yourself and saying things or or communicating, I want you to answer these questions. What part of you wants to stay connected to a man who thinks you're doing too much? What part? What is stopping you from entertaining a man who actually embraces your desire to be seen and heard? Like what's the obstacle there? What's preventing you from entertaining men who are willing to see you there? What the hell is thirsty? Like, really? If you sit down and think about it, what is thirsty? And are you really thirsty, girl? (laughs) I say you're not thirsty unless you're thirsty. But are you really thirsty? And if you're not thirsty, if you sat down and you've asked yourself that question, if you're not thirsty, what does it mean for a man who doesn't support your expression to think you're thirsty? And is his opinion worth more than your own needs as a woman his opinion of you being thirsty is that worth more than you having your needs met if you express yourself fully and a man rejects your expression what happens like do you die girl do you melt in a puddle of goo do you burn in a in a fire pit like what happens like what are we really afraid of here And are we afraid of a man walking away? And if we are afraid of him walking away, why are we afraid of a man who can't hold our full expression as a woman? Why do we want him? Just ask yourself these questions. Girl, I'm getting kind of passionate on this thing. Ask yourself, if a man doesn't have access to your expression, how will he truly know who he's trying to love, girl? And how will he know how to properly love you? He can't truly 
know who he's trying to love if you're not letting him know what you're available for and what you're not available for what disappoints you what makes you feel beautiful what makes you feel peaceful what makes you feel relaxed what makes you feel abundant what makes you feel excited what makes you feel annoyed what makes you feel uncomfortable how can he really love you he's loving a shell of who he think you you are because you're holding back so much ask yourself the question How long do you want to repress your emotional voice in order to gain acceptance? Like how, how long do you want to do that to gain acceptance and affection from a man who doesn't care? Dun, dun, dun. You're like, I don't want to say it because I don't want him to blah, blah, blah. How long do you want to repress it to gain acceptance and affection from a man who doesn't care from a man who doesn't support it? From a man who's uncomfortable with it. How long, girl? Because you you, you want to go into a relationship with a man who cannot hold you emotionally? We be wanting all this emotional support as a woman, but don't know how to emotionally express ourselves. Where is the support coming from, ma'am? And when we truly want to show up expressive, that man can't handle it because we've hid for so long. Ma'am, do not do this to yourself. And also, what if he sees, hears, understands, and embraces you and your expression? Mm, that sounds so juicy, girl. Like, what if he sees, hears you? What if he understands you? What if he embraces you when you express yourself to him? When you tell him you like him? When you tell him you love him? When you tell him you're excited to see him? When you tell him he make you smile inside? When you tell him he give you butterflies? When you tell him? That you're so captivated by him. How will you know if he can do all that if you're not willing to express yourself? Like, how will he know, girl? You won't. Which is why I'm having you to answer these questions. So whenever you're feeling that way, having anxiety or like just really confused or apprehensive, I really want you to listen to this podcast episode and answer these questions for yourself. Um, because like during a regular coaching session in my private mentorship program, Curve to Cuff, I usually ask clients a variety of these types of questions using the Socratic method to deepen their self-awareness around their romantic choices. So if you ask the cuff link, you know, they'll let you know, like, I'm going to ask tons of questions, different questions personalized for them in order to deepen their self-awareness around themselves and their romantic choices in order to spark ideas and insights in them so that they can make the best romantic decisions for themselves. And I also ask this to expand their capacity to just show up more for themselves, right? And also to require more from men while they're dating them. We need to be requiring more from men. We need to show up for ourselves first, though, if we're going to do that. And with practice, this allows them to dissolve their fears and good girl programming they have around being openly expressive with the opposite sex for one, right? If you keep practicing this, all of those like fears or like, oh, I got to act like this. I got to do that. Like it starts to dissolve, right? It, these women also like when you have the pro, when you have all this practice, they learn to date or you'll learn to date with an open heart where you're able to attract and form deep emotional bonds with emotionally unavailable. I mean, with emotional available men who love and appreciate your feminine expression. 
And if you want regular help thinking and talking through your dating obstacles in a similar way to what I described here in this podcast, so that you can finally land the healthy partnership you desire, whether that's marriage, uh, marriage, whether that is marriage or whatever your desired constellation, as I say on this podcast, I'm telling you, Curve to Cuff might be a great place for you to start because not only do you receive weekly coaching sessions with me, but you also receive a weekly coaching session with one of my trained C2C success coaches and you get daily support in our private community. And in addition to learning my signature process of attracting, dating, and emotionally connecting with high quality men through weekly curriculum, You'll also be guided through the whole process in a way that is specifically catered to you and your specific love life, because all of the women are different, which is why we have the coaching in the program so that we don't give cookie cutter advice. I'm not a fan of cookie cutter advice and I do not give it. So if you have any questions about C2C Curve to Cuff and you want to kind of talk through them with me, you can go ahead and slide in my DMs on Instagram. If you'd like, I will put like the link in the, the show notes, but you can follow me at Torah since send me a link. I mean, send me a, um, a message and we can talk through it and we can have a chat to see if the program is a good fit. If you already know it's a good fit, I would love for you to, um, you know, see if working with me is the best fit by clicking the link in the show notes. And for those of you guys who have been really interested in C2C and you haven't pressed the button yet, I have decided to make my triple threat success woman, my three-step framework for you to become the woman that you need to be to create the love life you desire and transform it in 90 days. I'm making that public. It used to be a private class that I had with applicants. But I've decided to make it public and I'm actually going to be doing it this weekend. So it's what if you listen to this podcast on uh, it should be released on a Thursday, this upcoming Thursday, you should be able to sign up and join the link. The link will be in the show notes by the time you listen to this podcast and you can join me for this class on Saturday, this upcoming Saturday. What is this is what what's Saturday going to be? Y'all mess up my dates. Saturday the 25th at 10 p.m. I mean, not 10 p.m., 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. It's a, it's about an hour. I would carve like an hour, hour, 20 minutes, um, to be in that, that class, that master class. So not only will you get a training on how you be, can become a triple threat success woman who transform your love life, but you'll also learn a lot about C2C and what it has to offer. And I'll be able to do a live Q and A to answer all the questions that you have for me. It'll be on zoom. So I will allow you the opportunity to get on camera. If you do want to speak to me or like just unmute yourself to talk to me, I would love for you to join. And if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and rate five star on the podcast on whatever you're listening to. I would love a written review. Um, specifically, if you love to do that, it just really helps us in the algorithm and women discovering us. It is the love offering. If you've been listening to these podcasts and you want to give a love offering, go ahead and drop the, um, review. 
I love you. And I will chat with you soon. I got some juicy interviews in the works, girl. So stay tuned. I love you. Bye. If you thought this episode was dope and you learned from it, it would be amazing if you could take a screenshot, post and tag me on Instagram at Torsense. I would absolutely love to connect with you over there. And if you're serious about leveling up in your love life, you got to check out Curve to Cuff. It's my 12 week mentorship program for high achieving women of faith who want to build a rotation of quality men in 90 days or less so they can choose their legacy partner in as early as a year. You can apply to join the next cohort at curvedtocuff.com slash details. That's curved, the number two, cuff.com forward slash details. I love to have you join the next cohort of C2C. And remember, never settle because you have choices. Choose how you want to love, choose who you want to date, and always choose to date with sense.